0: Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, Grow Nation. I hope this finds you all well. And guys, we have a late Friday edition and we are at our 50th episode. I give all glory to God on this one. And you know, I got my road dog in the building. I got Doc back with us, y'all
1: hey grow nation first off let me congratulate my wife on number 5050 normally you are the one conducting you know the interviews or asking questions I want to ask you a quick question uh, I was doing a couple of reflections you know listening back on to previous podcasts that you did and um there was one thing that you mentioned in the, I think the one called the uh, the message um, you had said one vision one seed. One impartation and one deposit from God will have reverberating effects. Can you explain more or talk more about that, please?
0: So you guys can see why I married him, huh? (laughs) Um, He always has a way of catching me off guard with these things. Well, I think any creative knows that. Or one who believes in God knows that sometimes you have a divine inspiration to say certain things that you may not even know why you said it, but you're just allowing God to use you. So I can definitely say that was that, that was happening at the time when I said that. But I know through now the, the work on this podcast that it's powerful if you can just grab a hold of a God moment, a dream, a vision, a seed, an encounter. Because if you really incubate that and you hold that in your heart, he will grow it if you just believe. It starts with, okay, I received something from God, maybe in prayer, meditation time, reading the word, sitting and being quiet, maybe an actual dream at night, maybe an impression. Maybe he drops something in your spirit, but you first receive it and then you have to believe it and then God is going to grow the seed and incubate it. So I believe if you even refer to the scripture that talks about the things that are seen being made of things not seen, that's what God does. He does it in the secret place. He does it with you one-on-one. If you grab a hold of it, it will come to pass on his timetable if you first just receive it and believe.
1: Okay, my first question as a journalist kind of went over well. Let me uh, do a follow-up question with you real quick. Um, Episode 29, I think it was, Hidden in Sight. You said, um, blooms indicate that there is going to be fruit. Can uh, Can you dive a little deeper into that, please?
0: So usually I'm the one in the relationship that asks a ton of questions, and he's the more quiet of the two of us. So, just switching roles is a little different for me, but I'm I'm rolling with it. He, he he got me on my toes, y'all. I think with the blooms and the fruit. So, when I'm thinking of this spiritually, I think of the different periods that we go through, and there may be um, us coming into a season of our life, for example, where we may be discovering that we have gifts, right? And, and they may be really attractive and we may be all enamored with it. And, you know, we want to play with these gifts and bring out these shiny new toys that we've just discovered and they're showy and they look nice and they got, they might got a, you know, nice, you know, uh, they might be charismatic and draw people to you and all those things. And they're not a bad thing. They look nice. However, the real thing that is behind it is going to be the fruit. Like you, God gave it to you for a reason. He gave you this thing, this flower, this gift, but there's going to be fruit behind it when you're able to really be strong enough to handle it or or when you've walked a little bit and, and you've grown some roots. And likewise, when we're seeing the blooms in the garden, right, that's just the precursor to the fruit. That's the precursor to what we, it still has to be pollinated. We still have to see if it was properly pollinated. The gifts and callings come without repentance. We have those. However, we are called to bear fruit. So it looks good. You know, it's there for, it's it's there for a moment and all that. But that if I had to have a spiritual equivalence and it's not exact, but that's the closest I could get with that. But wow, good question.
1: Okay. I'm going to, this is a two part question. These are my last two part, two questions I want to ask you. You can kind of do it together. You just spoke on spiritual, uh, equivalence. I want you to kind of break that down to, and when in regards to proper, uh, pollination, you mentioned, uh, if a, a plant or a fruit is not getting, uh, proper pollination, speak to that in a spiritual equivalent sense. Also in that same, um, Episode 29, you talked about shift, change, and evolve. Dive a little deeper into that as well for me, please.
0: All right, he's making me break a sweat, y'all. But the spiritual equivalence of being properly pollinated, I would say, without being scientific, is that, you know, sometimes we're looking and we're waiting for that cucumber. Well, our cucumbers did really well, so I don't want to use those as an example. But we were waiting for the cantaloupes. To get pollinated, we were getting blooms, and you might see a little little bulb form that looked like it was going to be a cantaloupe, but then you end up getting uh, what is it, end rot, blossom end rot, I think it's called, where it looks like it was going to grow, but it did not get pollinated because you only have a short time for that to happen early in the morning. But what happens when you might see somebody come along and they discover their gifts? And I don't mean to pick on gifts, but that's just the what I'm getting in terms of an analogy. They might come along and they come strong because we run in a marathon, not a race. And they might come out playing with all these gifts, discovering this, discovering that, taking on everything real quick, real fast, and then... They fizzle out, they drop off because that's what happens with the fruit that doesn't get pollinated. It looks like it's going to be something, but then it drops off. I think that's what happens to us in the kingdom, which is why we just need to pace ourselves and just make sure that we're rooted and grounded and really getting time in with the Holy Spirit to be able to properly just incubate whatever God is doing within us. For shift, change and evolve, our God is such a creator He's the creator of the ends of the earth and he is always moving. He's always doing a new thing. And and for us to not be able to shift, to change and evolve, those are all things that have movement that have, um, that indicate that that things are not static. And I think we always need to be ready in a posture of shifting. Ready to change in whichever way that God wants to flow. And we should be about evolution because God, He's not a static God. We're supposed to be getting better and we're supposed to be growing. We're not supposed to be regressing. Even the Bible talks about getting off of the milk and getting onto the meat. So we, it, it, it there's a connotation there that we need to be growing. So you really had some questions for me. You dug in the crates on us for the 50th episode. It's the 50th episode. I'm so like, blown away by that. I never thought I would do. There aren't too many things that I do 50 times. I'm just going to keep it real. Like this to me was an exercise and consistency and just saying, God, you can trust me with something. I'm going to come to the table every single week. I'm going to be committed for these five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever to this group of people who want to learn how to grow in 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 the natural as well as personally and just who want to listen to whatever I have to share about the garden and all the things that apply to life so I'm just very very grateful and thank you to each and every person who who's listened to every episode
1: okay babe, yeah this was fun I enjoyed you know being the one asking you the questions I have so many more Because you dropped so many different nuggets in so many different episodes. Like you said, as I said earlier, congratulate on your five-oh baby, five-oh baby. And as my wife would always say, I want you to be intentional about those areas in your life where you are going to make room to grow.